Evening. This is Dave with Mindset Ups and Downs. It is 9.33, January 29th, 2001. Whoa, way off there. 2021. The Obesity Code. Continuation. Page 14 of the book. Several decades later, William Banting... 1796 to 1878. An English undertaker rediscovered the fattening properties of refined carbohydrates. In 1863, he published a pamphlet letter on Curpulence addressed to the public, which is often considered the world's first diet book. His story is rather remarkable. He was not an obese child, nor did he have a family history of obesity. In his mid-thirties, however, he started to gain weight. Not much, perhaps a pound or two per year. By age 62, he stood 5 foot 5 and weighed 202 pounds, 92 kilos. Perhaps unremarkable by modern standards, he was considered quite portly at the time. Distressed, he sought advice on weight loss from his physicians. First, he tried to eat less, but that only left him hungry. Worse, he failed to lose weight. Next, he increased his exercise by rowing along the river, Thames. Never his home in London. Oh, excuse me. Near his home in London. While his physical fitness improved, he developed a prodigious appetite, which I was compelled to indulge. Still, he failed to lose weight. Finally, on the advice of his surgeon, Banting tried a new approach with the idea that surgery, excuse me, the idea that sugary and starchy foods were fattening. He strenuously avoided all breads, milk, beer, sweets, and potatoes that had previously made up a large portion of his diet. Today, we would call this diet low in refined carbohydrates. William Banting not only lost the weight and kept it off, but he also felt so well that he was compelled to write his famous pamphlet, Weight Gain, he believed, resulted from eating too many fattening carbohydrates. For most of the next century, diets low in refined carbohydrates were accepted as the standard treatment for obesity. By the 1950s, it was fairly standard advice. If you were to ask your grandparents what caused obesity, they would not talk about calories. Instead, they would tell you to stop eating sugary and starchy foods. Common sense and epicuric empiric observation served to confirm the truth. Nutritional, Nutritional experts and government opinion were not needed. Oh, what the heck, I'll continue to the next page. It's a short one, page 15. Calorie counting has had had begun in the early 1900s with the book Eat Your Way to Health, written by Dr. Robert Hugh Rose as a scientific system of weight control. That book was followed up in 1918 with the bestseller Diet and Health with key to the Calories, written by Dr. Lulu, 
Hunt Peters, an American doctor and newspaper columnist. Herbert Hoover, then the head of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, converted to calorie counting. Dr. Peters advised patients to start with fast, with a fast, one to two days, abstaining from all foods, and then stick strictly to 1,200 calories per day. While the advice too fast was quickly forgotten, modern calorie counting schedules were not very different. By the 1950s, a perceived great epidemic of heart disease was becoming an increasing public concern. Seemingly, health Americans, healthy Americans were developing heart attacks with growing regularity. In hindsight, it should have been obvious that there was, there was really no such ep- epidemic. The discovery of vaccines and antibiotics combined with increased public sanitation had reshaped the medical landscape. Formerly lethal infections such as pneumonia, tuberculosis, and gastrointestinal infection became curable. Heart disease and cancer now cause a relatively greater percentage of death, giving rise to some of the public misperception of an epidemic. And that is it on that. So today was a good day. I'm kind of uh, got a lot on my mind, which could um, feel some downside today in my mindset. Downside meaning that. Well, I really don't want to talk government, so I'm going to avoid that. This is about positivity. So what I'm doing is I'm having some apple cider vinegar and some water. Because I was thinking I'm going to start doing that every day in the evening when I get home. I did not work Uber today because I worked 12 hours at work today, so I didn't feel the need to go work some more because I'm going to work Sunday but I will get maybe one or two runs in Uber not really worried about as long as I keep a weekly flow of cash coming in from Uber it doesn't have to be much just don't want to lose that opportunity in case something goes south for me anyway I am doing good overall like I said I had some negative mindset today um but i was craving some in and out today but i really didn't stop because i really didn't want to spend the money because uh, i got hamburger meat here so i got home and cooked up some burger no bun with some pepper jack cheese and some salt so that did the job yes it would have been easier to hit the drive through and drop anywhere from 12 to 15 dollars for some in and out but I'd rather use that money elsewhere like in the market on Monday things are on sale right now in the market so I'm going to go shopping Monday
Um, not much, just a little here and there. Anyway, I can't believe what happened to the Robin Hood accounts these past couple of days. It's been kind of crazy. And how these billionaires are upset about it because they're losing money by the billions. Um, kind of affected me in my mindset today because it affected me yesterday and today with buying opportunity to make money. So, I'm not sure of the future of Robin Hood. I don't know. I've been thinking about pulling my money out of there and transferring it to a different account. But everyone I searched seemed to have somewhat done the same thing. Stopped buying, had some restrictions. So, not sure what that's all about. I did find this pretty cool app. It's called Public. It seems very intuitive as far as somewhat like social media or stock trading. But I think they shut down as well during the Hertz bankruptcy. I saw that they did that. So I really don't want to go to a place that has a control over what to do with my money. I mean, heck, I already pay taxes and like everyone else in the United States. So anyway, anyone, everyone else that works, that is, um, it seems like we're becoming like a handout country. I just hand out money to everybody and with a lot of hard work and sacrifice. I don't know, just an opinion. So, I'm going to get off this iPhone 12 Plus that I'm recording on because I got some work to do. I got to budget my accounts and figure out some things, some goals. Push up total today was 250. The two members in the club that I have working with me are. One did 200, the other one said he'll get to 100 today. He had the day off, so he's at 30 currently, but he'll be at the 100, he said. I tried to get another member today, but he says he hasn't done push-up in three years, so don't be like twisting an arm right now, and he doesn't know if he can get back up. But that's what I'm trying to create, an environment where people get back up. So hopefully he'll start. Anyway, be well, take care of yourself, be kind, and remember there is going to be ebbs and flows in the mind of negativity, but try to strengthen that with some positivity. Yes, I understand there's lots going on in my life as well, but I'm trying to go a different path, and that's all I can do. Take care all.